Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector, and you're listening to a Working Class Bowhunter podcast. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, this is Melissa Bachman. You're listening to Working Class Bow Hunter. Stay tuned and listen to them every week. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Tune in to the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast. It's really, really not that good. Really, really not that good indeed. Episode number 34, coming to you from 1600 Buckslayer Place here at the Buckatorium. We are the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast, somehow out of breath still. You figure after 34 episodes. You have some cardio built up. A little bit of cardio built up. Uh, I am more than uh, ecstatic or elastic, elastic. I don't know what the word is. I'm just super, super duper happy. Bow season is exactly one week away. Ooh, it is exactly one week exactly away. Exactly one week away. Uh, hey, let's, let's do something different real quick before we do this, because we have uh, low attendance right now, but we made up for it with a good person that's in here right now. So I think we should do this to make everyone else that's not here in the Bucketorium. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Kurt Geyer with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Hey, and this is Steve with the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. And Cameron Tank. Tank, Tank Cameron, Cameron Tank. Tank. Uh, Just, sorry, sorry. That's it. That's who's in the room right now. Hey, guys. Yeah, did you hear how empty it is? Here, l- l- let me. Logan's I, I... working. Eric's farming. Derek is being a family man or whatever you call that nowadays. Wait, wait, wait. We're not actually lying that we are working dudes. Now we're pretty legit, except for us, because we're here. But we got our shift out of the way already. You know what? I really hope that we make so much money that we can change the name of this podcast. Oh, dude, yeah, we get paid to do this. Lazy man. Oh, man. We'll still, well, if that happens, we'll still bring you a fabulous product, but we'll be getting paid Welfare check, bow hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> the capitalist bow hunter. We're... 
Uh, no, here's why I'm uh, another reason why, man. We've been getting some mad, mad love well, on iTunes. Not really Facebook. mad love, just uh, more love than what we're typically used to. Yeah, you guys have been leaving some reviews on uh, iTunes. If you're hearing us, go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what you really think. Like, don't just lie to us and say how good we are. I mean, we already know, but I yeah, mean, tell us what you really think. But yeah, we gotta we gotta thank everyone um, that. I don't know, we've had a, a growth on our social media presence and people and it's benign, so Yeah, people giving us messages. So we got a couple of shout outs real quick that people who've just in the last week or so have sent us nice uh comments our way and we, we normally do the social media shout out thing, but uh It's cool is, because you know, how awesome is that that we get to say your name and it's heard by like forty eight people. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the coolest thing on the planet? Hey, we we do have a. Uh, You're not even getting called down to the principal's office. This is great. We did check where our listeners are from, like where our downloads come from, and we oh, had yeah. we have quite a few countries. Uh, they're awful random, and there might be only one download in random countries, <laughs> but hey, it counts. And some of you guys have really nice houses. I mean, we don't do anything with that information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Read those shout-outs and butcher everyone's name for us real quick, and then we'll move on with our lives. Thanks, guys. Our social media shout-outs. And, guys, thanks you. Thank That's the first guy. I want to thank him a lot. Um, Mike uh, Mike Standard. Standard. Email us and tell us how to pronounce these. Uh, actually, you know what? Post a video of how you say your name <laughs> yeah. on our page, and uh, we'll know. Uh, Ross Buckholz, Andrew Barrett, Jason Cook, and Joel is that Plata? Pala? Playa? Joe Playa Playa? Like is that it. the guy from, uh, is that the bow fishing guy? Or am I thinking of someone else? Um, You're thinking of someone else. Okay, well, I'm... Jo- uh, Joe's, I, uh, he, he's on our uh, Facebook pretty frequently, so thanks, Joe. Oh, okay, yeah, th- yeah thanks, Joe. Uh, I will thank Joel. Thank that guy. We were talking about, yeah, if we butchered your name, seriously... Uh, we're sorry, and uh, we're moving on with our lives. Put, uh, put a, some you know what? Hey, check this out. Put a uh, put a video on our uh, Facebook page or uh, tweet us. And uh, no, you don't got to do that. And if you can give us a really crazy name, we'll send you a free sticker. How's that sound? We could. Uh, we have koozies now too. Um, Ooh, but yeah, Eric has them, and uh, Eric's like our mobile merchandise man. But he's always um, in Eldridge, like picking corn or not working at John Deere. Who I don't know what he does now, but. Uh, Anyway, that's our... He's selling gear for us, so that, guy, <laughs> that boy merch. needs a job. He's our merch <laughs> that man. That boy needs help. Um, so that's our long, drawn-out, six-minute, five-minute intro that we just did. Uh, that was for... literally on the list is drain five minutes. Yeah, that's what we have here just on the board. Just get 55 minutes of solid programming in. But, uh, no, seriously, I mean, we, uh, we do really appreciate the love. I mean, it helps keep us coming back here, you know, once uh, once a week, sometimes... Twice, uh, twice a week, so we don't have to come anymore. But uh, this will, this will probably be the last Thursday podcast for. Yeah, I want to. Good thing. I'm glad you brought that up at the beginning of the show, cause, rather than the end, because no one would hear it. Yeah, um, I'm surprised someone stuck around till now. Yeah, th- next week, a week from now, like we said, is bow season for us. October first. Um, bow what season? Bowling season. Um, archery season, archery hunting Bow season, hunting season. Um, so it's gonna next week might be wishy washy as far as it's not gonna be uploaded on a regular schedule. But it once it's uploaded from that point on, you'll you can expect it to be on a, a regular once a week schedule. Still, we were gonna do once every every two weeks, but that I don't like that because I feel like it's we're kind of falling off, and I don't want to do that. I like doing this weekly. Um, so they might be 
we'll probably upload one and I'll probably save them and still upload them Thursdays or I can upload them the day of whatever we do them. Um, let us know what you guys think. If you like knowing when the new episode is going to be released, if you listen at work or whatever, but, uh, we'll figure something out. Give us some uh, recommendations, what you think, and uh, we'll figure it out as we kind of go along. But yeah, and we're, we'll keep uh, them frequent for you. We're, we're working on uh, on a new thing, too. I, I'm not sure we'll have it uh, next week, but um, we're, we're working with this new program. We're, uh, we're going to kind of mess with the frequency so you can actually listen to this podcast while in the tree stand and not spook any deer. Yeah, we're going to make sure you can just blare it over a loudspeaker yeah. and no wild game will hear it. Plus, it's going <laughs> to eliminate Tank's nose breathing that I can hear all the way over here. Typically, it's Logan. Yeah, let's hear it. Typically, it's Logan, Eric, or Derek, and now that they're not here, we know it's been you the whole time. Eric. He's been hiding in the... <laughs> yeah. Somehow we fit a whole tank in this whole studio. I'm in the closet. Listen, uh, guys, I'm <laughs> 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 I, am, uh, I am super duper excited because, you know, bow season falls on a, on a, on a uh, Thursday, right? Opening day. So, you know, it is what it is. Friday, you can probably get out there a little bit, but I, I think Saturday, that first Saturday, is the day that you're going to see the biggest bucks moving probably at about, I don't know what time you're thinking, like 3.15-ish. I think that uh, that's PM, my, yeah. I'll that's be, I'll my be in a tree. I mean, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, you won't. I won't be in a tree. Well, why not? Dude, that's I, I just said that's when you're going to see the biggest buck of your life right then and there. Tank, why am I, am I not going to be in a tree? It's a special day for Nicole and I, and you're going to be there for us. What's going on? You guys like getting getting married? Oh, wait, yeah. married? Why are you guys going to the courthouse on a Saturday? Yeah, do you, I mean that <laughs> takes like what ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, about that. I wish. So uh, it's take all day, Kurt. Well, I'm going to sacrifice my first week all into day. bow season. This is the last time you've ever this. You you will hear Kurt and <laughs> Kurt and Cameron. I always wanted to call you Kank. Curtain tank on a friendly basis because, oh boy, after next Saturday, man, I'm not really thinking so. Steve did say the other week, he's like, Tank asked his friend with a deer tattoo (laughs) to skip the first weekend of bow season for his wedding. I'm like, yeah, just let me get this lasered off because yeah. I'm no longer a man. Dude, look how red he is. You know what? I am I am so glad. We got to feed you the, some heat. This is the yeah. first time I've been super glad I didn't get asked to a wedding by someone I kind of like. First time ever. Thank you. You're welcome. Make For not Nicole, inviting me because I would have said make no. Make Nicole listen to this so she feels guilty. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll be there. I heard there's free beer. There is free beer. And trust me, I'm giving it to her just like you're giving it to me. Oh, yeah. Let's not get weird. Whoa, dude. dude. Whoa. Oh, hey, buddy. Save it for the wedding night. Jeez Louise. Okay. Cheesy um, Pete. Let's get here. rolling. We're almost 10 minutes in. We should probably get rolling with this podcast. I think we could probably drag this out for another 50 minutes. I really, really do. We probably could, um, but we're going to lose new listeners that have probably tuned in now and have already <laughs> tuned out. Not They're hear. like, wait, I don't know these guys. How is this funny? Should we cue the segment? Let's cue the segment. We've got something brand new for you. All right, hit it. It's time once again for the Working Class Bow Hunter news segment of the week, as far as we know and as far as our internet browsers would allow. <laughs> we actually got something to work. That was superficial, <laughs> and we just oh. ruined it. Um, I just, uh, I yeah, I'm just, I'm super happy with that. Be be on the lookout. This is a new thing. Um, uh, just a bow hunting news segment of the week here. We do want to start off with some. As uh, the whole intro stated, um, 
we're gonna hit you with the sad news first. Yeah, and we're sorry. Build it up from there. So, in all seriousness, um, the Pope and Young Club loses a legend, Jim Doherty. I hope I'm saying his last name completely correctly. Um, passed away on uh, September 21st, 2015. Um, he's basically a legend. I I could go through his resume: National Bowhunter Education Foundation board member, American Archery. Council President and Vice President, Archery Manufacturers and Merchants Organization Board Member, International Bowhunter Organization Board Member, SCI Bowhunters Vice President, Archery Incorporated President and Vice President, National Archery Museum Board Member, California Bowmen Hunters and State Archery Association Vice President, Bear Archery Bowhunting Council Chairman, Archer of the Year 1977, California Archery Hall of Fame 1984, International Bowhunters Clinic Hall of Fame, 1992. SCI Bowhunter Hall of Fame, 93. Bowhunter Magazine, 25 Archers for the Ages, 1996. Um, he's done a lot for the Pope and Young Club. How did he find time to actually draw a bow back? I don't know, but it's obviously it's it's you know it, it sucks that he passed because he obviously yeah. did a lot for bow hunting and our sport in general. So that guy paid his dues. Uh, and there's a there's a really cool film we were watching on. Uh, an old Easton video. Uh, it was an old Easton video. It's pretty cool. It's uh, just look up Easton bow hunting uh, on their uh, YouTube and just rare footage of classic Ala- that classic Alaskan bow hunt from the sixties. So, so that's pretty cool. So check that out. That's too bad, but he's hunting somewhere else. So that is he's hunting the CRP fields of heaven. I like that. I like that. All right, we'll break into something. I would say more positive, but it's really not at all. It's, um, but it's kind of it's it's it deserves a laugh. <laughs> so give me okay. Where's this article at? All right, as you guys might have remembered about last week. Oh, this is like the gossip column. That's what we should have called this. Bowhunter gossip. Okay, uh, you guys might have remembered that really North news. Carolina record buck that was taken down here what a couple weeks ago, and I mean this thing was massive. Uh, awfully bleached white antlers for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Uh, gross score of uh, 223 and 18 inches and a net. Of, Where, what state? Oh, what state, you might ask? North Carolina. It's North a, North Cacalac. Oh. That's flare country. It's pretty big for North Carolina. So tell me, what's the story That's behind the this second home, or First home of Space Mountain. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, kids shot this. uh yeah, let's see, massive twenty-seven point buck, unbelievable! I, it it was so unbelievable. In fact, that uh, somebody decided they were going to go ahead and uh, check this out, and uh, well, t- he had it measured. Mm, yeah, he had it measured. And I don't know how the measure didn't catch that, but I'm a measure, and I I'd be able to. I'm, I would think, yeah. unless you, I mean, I mean, you guys don't know what we're talking about yet because we haven't broke the news to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, here's the news: um, a deer that size uh, that early. That state, they were like, well, wait a minute, let's uh, take a look. And uh, it turns out this was a big old fake, a big old scam. A, uh, a, uh, what's a, what's another word for a, a hoax? A hoax. Yeah. A conspiracy. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep, it was a hoax. To, uh, who is still listening to this? Yeah, this buck, there, there is no way. This buck is, so what allegedly happened, not allegedly. Allegedly, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. This kid, he looks like a liar. Well, it's always proven in anyway. Court of law. Yeah, you look at his picture and you look at this deer, and the 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 antlers are just as 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 white as a ghost. 
Not to mention that Jiro's like a fawn. Yeah, that, like you look at the body and you're like, dude, there's no way. It, like that would be the ver- that that'd be a deer being prison swole, just straight chicken legs. Like there's no way <laughs> prison swole. <laughs> you have that much mass. That much bone on your head and that body's that little. And you can tell. All I got to I mean, say yeah, is it's, if it's that guy brought early. that deer to me, I would just look at that kid's face and be like, you're full of shit. And uh, I would tell him to just yeah. get on. Yeah. Get on get I, on out of here, you hear? Yeah. You, yeah looking at it's this bad. kid's face, like that is not a genuine smile. He's like, that's the face of I'm pulling one over on you. Like if I if, <laughs> if I was on a, a, a 12-person jury and I saw that face, I'm, I'm trying to be – Guilty. I, I'll just I'll look at his face and I will mail that verdict in. Like uh, He's going for likes on <laughs> Facebook. But you know yeah. what? Uh, man, he he kind of worked out a system here. This is actually on uh, Realtree dot com is where I have the article by Tony Hansen. Um, I found it on Outdoor Hub, so you can find it out there. It's uh, everywhere. I saw uh, where I initially saw it was Boone and Crockett posted on their Facebook. Um. Anyway, screw that guy. Um, yeah, I mean, what what do you? I, mean, I, what, I don't know what else I'm going to say. <laughs> what he essentially did was it was a it was a three point bug. Hey, what what did it allegedly score? Because I'm going to merge into the next news. Um, you don't you don't want to talk about this kid anymore? No, screw that kid. What but what did this deer score? <laughs> do you want gross or net? Just give me a number. <laughs> it doesn't All right, matter. Let's go, let's go. Let's go after taxes. Two o eight and two eighths inches. What was the gross? Two twenty something. Uh, gross was two twenty three and one eight. Okay, let's go from the kid with no life to somebody with a life. Uh, Clayton Broomer, I believe that's his last name. But two hundred and thirty inch Kansas King. Um, he actually this deer is real, and it's in the middle of shedding its velvet. And good God Almighty, this is on NorthAmericanWhitetail dot com by Spencer. God, what's up with these last names today? Hold on, hold on. I'm just now getting a picture of this kid's face. New hearts. Uh-oh. That's a genuine smirk. I don't know, Kurt. I'm looking at his face. You know what? This kid looks so innocent and so happy. This has to be real. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, this kid, I uh, shot a 300 Ultra Mag. Um, Wait, in Kansas? Was that this year? Uh, it must. I don't know if it's like a youth season. Oh, okay. Is yeah, because he's season? he's not a young. No, he's, he's, he's sixteen. Maybe that's your last year you can do youth season. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's thirty yeah, yards away. Yeah, he's sixteen in the Little League World Series. That kid has facial hair. <laughs> Drop, no, <he's... laughs> uh, dropped the buck in his tracks. So that's worth checking out. Two hundred thirty inch Kansas King. Congratulations to that dude. I hate you. And there's uh, well, there, there's actually a uh, <laughs> don't be a hater. And uh, I think like the biggest question they asked was like, is he going to get the uh, velvet off so they can get it measured? Yeah. Measure with velvet on. Well, yeah, it's kind of half on, half off. The article at the bottom is. I mean, that it has I mean, to be Kurt, taken completely off. When Kurt, it's at that point, I have never yeah. had that. You don't ever have that situation in Illinois. You don't right. put a shoe on with a sock half on. Yeah. Just saying. <sighs> Just saying. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna move on to the next. <laughs> hey, one. Let me see what color his antlers were again, because those weren't bleach white. No, they weren't. Um, there's news going around, and we'll just browse over this. Um, I saw the headline, EHD kills, this is also on Realtree.com, by Josh Honeycutt. Uh, EHD kills 190-inch Illinois buck. That is very unfortunate because EHD, okay, I've hunted. Well, yeah, back to the sad news. I've hunted a property that has been hit by EHD, um, and it is devastating. Um, you find a lot of dead deer, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of dead bucks. We found when it hit, you know, people say, oh, it's affecting the bucks more than is the does or whatever 
it killed, we thought, what we, I mean, obviously you don't know every deer that dies because we hunted a big track of property at the time. And we found well, a lot of. that's what you get for not spending enough time with them, Kurt. Well, you can't be everywhere. Um, a lot of mature does died. And we've seen a lot of yearlings on, them own, on their own that year. Uh, but I think we killed two or three out of the group of guys, two or three good bucks that year. But the, you can definitely tell the deer numbers are down, and they're still down out there. But, yeah, it it, uh, it demolished them. But ESG well, I mean, what do you what do? You do? I mean, it's just Mother Nature's way, man. You can't really do anything You know, you it. can't do anything. I mean, there's no, like, you know, taking a plane over and flying and crushing up, like, ibuprofen or antibiotics <laughs> and just spraying it over the forest. I mean, you can't. There's you, nothing you can really do about it. You just got to let it. that stuff take its course because, I mean, you know, you even watch the jury DVDs. Some of their properties get hit by EHD in it. I don't know what the big difference is. We need to get, like, a biologist in here that understands, like, diseases that can differentiate the, the difference between, like, blue tongue, um, EHD, and I don't know if that could even be the same thing. It's I don't think it is. But chronic wasting disease, um, you know what I mean? Break them down because that would be – I think that would be a really good, interesting – you know, this is what this does and this is why it happens. Yeah, because there's a lot of times you, you'll see, you know, deer out there that have – you know, like I remember I saw a couple weeks ago, I was heading out here and I, I saw like this just just giant black spot. It was just one huge black mass on the on the back of this this doe that was running across the street. And yeah, I didn't get a good look at it. And, Kurt, and I told Kurt and he's like, ah, that'd be fine. That's yeah, all right. I don't remember you telling me that. So. I remember telling <laughs> me that you might have not remembered. That was just me, me ignoring me. you. Probably. Or I had one too many bush lattes. You know what I'm thinking we should do? I'm thinking we should get the magic school bus, and we should shrink down, and then we go hunt EHD. That's a good idea. I measured a 197-inch double dropper that um, I believe EHD killed it, and the guys found it in a pond, and it died in velvet. And, like, at the burr of the antlers at the base, where, you know, the little bumps are at on the antlers, they're normally rubbed smooth by the time you shoot a deer in hunting season, it obviously hadn't rubbed that smooth yet and they were like so sharp you i could barely hold on to the antlers but at the bases but he had uh two big double drops coming off each side how i have a picture of it somewhere i had to find it how heartbreaking is that i mean that's just it's like you remember when when justin guarini guarini that when kelly won american idol all the justin fan were like dude you're just it's so heartbreaking it's not <laughs> what are you talking about american <laughs> idol ah <sighs> Oh, I'm just kidding. I wasn't into that. No, but it's it, it, it's just one of those really, really sad, sad moments. And there was another post about uh, – I couldn't remember if you had it pulled up or not, but there was another Illinois. But maybe that's the same one, but – You know what? I had an was... article pulled up here about uh, poaching a guy who got busted, but I didn't read it. So I'm exiting out of that. Didn't quite get to that one. Do you want to pull that up? No, because I'm not going to wing that article. Oh, okay. So but, is, is that the end of our news segment? Because we don't have an outro for our new segment, and that's completely okay. On to the next one. Uh, there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> there it is. We'll re- pre-record that and slap that on in there. Uh, yeah. Tank Cameron Tank. Back to you. Let's what? talk about trail cam pictures you've been getting. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, let's let's talk about your opening hunting season. Opening hunting season. You're gonna get married. <laughs> are you, when do you live on your honeymoon? Uh, day after. Oh. It's Sunday. And right. how long are you gone for? A week. Yes. Uh, it's not bad. Hmm. Not bad. I would exchange a week full of 
romance and romance. falling in love. Well, you've already fallen in love at this point, hopefully. Over over deer hunting. Well, here's the thing: you're not missing a whole lot. I mean, if you're what? if you're getting married, listen here though. Listen here. Let me let me make my case. If you were getting married the first week of November, I would have to <laughs> no. break my friendship off with you, um, and I'd probably never speak with you again. And then one night I would just go Sons of Anarchy style and like burn that deer tattoo off your back with a torch, uh, like you know how they did on that one episode. Yeah. And thanks for um, uh, ruining Sons of Anarchy for people who haven't watched it yet. <laughs> that was like season still... <laughs> one. <laughs> still. Um, okay, so you're basically you're just relieving the hunting pressure. Um, because they say you don't hunt mornings first couple weeks of October. Yeah, but, anyway. he's, but he's putting a lot more pressure on his ring finger. Man. Get it because you're putting a ring on it? <laughs> I got it. But, uh, yeah, seriously, congratulations to you. Perfect timing, I might add. Yeah. I would love if your your wedding was, like, November 11th. No. That's my lucky day. I would never <laughs> speak to you again. I, I wouldn't make it to my own wedding. You would no just way. have to, like, do it via Skype. Yeah, like they did in yeah, like they did not flubber at the end with the little bot thing coming. Yeah, yeah. it'd, it'd be just awesome. be a bunch of whispers. Like, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Come on, yeah, I'm yeah. Sh- sh- on with the God, jeez. <laughs> Does anyone have any objections? Oh, sudden you're at the altar. All of a sudden, like everybody's out there, and they start hearing snort wheezing, and there's the buck, and it comes to steal. Steal your girl, and all of a sudden now your girl is uh, married to the deer you were hunting, all because you were in a tree and not uh, with the woman you love. It got crazy. Let's talk about your trail, cam- <laughs> your trail camera pictures. You had two nice bucks. Yeah, I had two nice bucks. It had been beginning of September. Got a couple pictures, and then they just disappeared. Haven't got one picture of them for the last month now. I well, guarantee you the first day they'll show up. But that, that takes nope. us kind of into what we were going to talk about, because right now... There's, I don't want to narrow it down this big, but just work with me here, guys. Work with me here. There's, there's two guys right now with the head that could have two situations. You either have the guys that have bucks on trail camera that disappear like that because they're splitting up from their bachelor groups, starting to developing their fall home ranges. If not now, within the next couple of weeks for sure, or the next week or so. And so, guys that are having bucks of pictures on, whoa. Pictures of bucks on their trail cameras, they're splitting up and they're disappearing, and guys are going, oh, no, what the heck's going on? I find on my property, if I have pictures of bucks all summer long, once hunting season hits, they all, they're all they all gone. They're all on the neighbor's property doing whatever because they split up into their fall home ranges. When I have pictures of just does all summer long, it seems like that's when the bucks move in. I mean, obviously if you got big mature does on your property, lots of does, they have the numbers. The bucks are eventually going to work their way in. Yeah. Nobody's home. Might as well live here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, we just went to a a pad and there's like 13 girls chilling like, yo, nobody lives here. You want to move in with us? (laughs) Yeah. It's a total Uh, vintage sin sausage fest over here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not discouraged because I know good things can happen. Does bring, bring bucks um tank oh what about some does that bring other does you know whatever way they want to swing that's that's their deal um but uh, i don't know i I was was gonna say something i was gonna say something that was actually enlightening i was like wait is that a good time for it but i want you to all our transgender listeners and lesbian gay listeners are going to be very upset with you after that why um, comments you're making i love the lgbt uh d (laughs) 
<laughs> Lost me. Um, the deer hit the end of it. Tank, it seems like early season you always have. You're always on bucks. Yeah, I I think it's kind of what you're talking about. The bucks come in during the summer. They hang out. They hang out. Scoot up to that mic yeah, there, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, everybody, check, check, check. Yeah, way to check in. Thirty minutes into the episode. Oh, wait, am I good now? No. So. <laughs> Bucks are coming in, just like you're saying, and then in the fall, they all spread out. But then right around that November time frame, magical November 11th, they'll, uh, I, there's always bucks cruising back and forth. And It seems like every time I talk to you, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw a buck chase, running a doe out you know, across the hayfield or whatever. I'm like, God, I haven't seen anything. <laughs> yeah, last year was probably the best year I've ever had without killing a deer. I've seen... Five shooter bucks. Didn't shoot any, but... That's not always what it's about, though. It's cool to see them. It's always encouraging to see them. It gets you out there more. Um, My situation is, I actually went for, like, a low pressure. Like, when I say... Normally, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go low pressure, and I'm in there every two weeks checking my trail cameras. Um, It's a little more of a drive for me to get to my hunting property. Um, So, it's kind of a good thing. Um, I put my cameras out late this year. I hadn't been in there all summer. No one has been in there all summer because it's so overgrown. The mosquitoes, mosquitoes are so bad. So Can we just talk about how bad the mosquitoes were this year? No, because we're going to talk about deer. Oh, um, good God. So I, I, I stayed out of my area, so I just went low pressure. I checked my trail cameras one time, and I have – there's two nice bucks on there. Not monsters, but Kurt-worthy for sure. Um <laughs> And I have a lot of huge does, like fat body does, you know. Kurt worthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I you really like that? enjoy that. Um, I mean, that's all it really needs to be. If you're happy with shooting it, shoot yeah. the hell out of it. But uh, Shoot it. Talking about Kurt Worthy, how about that recurve? Okay. Yeah, I'm it's breaking the blast shooting. Yeah, Tank, oh, did you shoot the recurve today? Oh, Tank, I guarantee <laughs> it. Hey, his card's right above your head right there. Tank's going to be calling that guy and getting yeah. himself a recurve. Nuh-uh. Yeah, yeah um, I, I, I love it. That uh, yeah, that thing's super fun. So I got I got a recurve last summer. I talked about it on a previous episode, and uh, Tank and I were out shooting it um, the other day, and Tank's in love with it now. And I decided that I'm going to try and kill a deer this year with my recurve. Um, I want to do it within 15 yards, so I feel because I just 20 yards and past that with. The, the recurve setup I have, I'm just not going to try it. I would rather just – I feel completely confident at 15 yards, which is cool. It would be up close and personal, and if it, they don't get within 15 yards, I'm not going to shoot. Um, I, Tank, Me and Tank were talking, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out, and I have, like, this grassy field I'm going to try and set set up in. It's, more, it's kind of like a funnel pinch point, I guess. I'm going to try and set up in and try and get within 10, 15 yards of a doe and – Kill a doe or a deer. I don't care if it's a year and a half year old mysterious Y buck. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and go for it. But then I get to thinking about it. I'm like, ah, well, I don't know. And Tank's like, dude, shoot anything with that recurve. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's a pretty big accomplishment, you know. If you shoot Going traditional, yeah. If you shoot a coyote with that, you know what you have to do. Like <laughs> I've seen, you have to mount I'll make a coyote. no, like those make ba- a that bag. Oh, instead of the cloak, <laughs> no, you like you get that like that. That bag, like, you know, they used to do with foxes where they're, like, there, and they, they like, it's your arrow quiver. Like a quiver, yeah. 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 I would yeah. do that. Actually, that would be really cool. Yeah. Mark could uh, stitch me up one of them bad boys. Oh, he could. 
No, if I killed an elk or an elk, what did I get elk at? Holy crap! If you killed an, if elk, you killed an elk, elk, I know which Illinois? farm you're hunting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's legal. I'm not in the fence. Holy crap, man! What's going on with my brain? But anyway, if I well, killed hold a on, coyote. let's just roll with this. If you killed an elk in Illinois, improv always say yes. Go on. Um, you would then have a knock on your door from the DNR. <laughs> I would therefore go to jail, probably, but and meet a. No, Lovely so young man. I think what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take it out. I'm gonna go out in my compound first few days of season and kind of scout out. And I'm gonna go early hunt early season and then late season with my recurve and just try it. And then uh, we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with my compound, scout out where I see the deer move through, and then try and sit on the ground and kill a kill a doe or any deer with a recurve. And dude, you're gonna mount your spot hog to that thing. Yeah, just oh <laughs> just bolt it, just wood screw it right into the I riser. Think, I think your hog father is as heavy as that bow is. No, I it, uh, it for sure is. Yeah. I bet you that recurve weighs two pounds, if that. Maybe it's two pounds. That light. hog father sight probably weighs two pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the new thing. But back to like the deer pattern. There's guys freaking out. Because all the all the bucks I got pictures of all summer long are no longer there, but I'm kind of I'm pretty cool, common collector for not having that many bucks to my on my property this year, and just fat body does, which like I said earlier, where there's does, there'll be bucks eventually. So yeah, mm-hmm. that bedding area that I've seen them in, that's all doe bedding area. So during the rut, anything can happen. So. You always see big bucks yeah. in November in that place. So half the time, the bucks I see during the season, I don't even know, anyways. Steve, you're kind of on a new-ish, unfamiliar property, I guess. Uh, you know, I hunted it two years ago, and I'm I'm back on it again. I mean, you know, I'm just uh, I set up uh, set up a couple cameras in in some different uh, different parts, and there's actually a new property owner. You got some pictures of some dough, just dough. dough. One. That's how Steve says huh? dough. Oh, because it's funny to me. Not. Just like does. I call, just like I call multiple deer. Deers. I see fifteen doe. There was two deers. <laughs> Didn't want to jump off seventy four. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a funny story behind deers and doe. But anyway, uh, no the uh, the situation that I'm in, uh, <laughs> the new property owner across the uh, across the way, he likes to ride his dirt bike right around uh. the property line, and I don't know. I was I, I was kind of looking across the fence, and it looked like there was crops there. However, I guess this guy's a big deer hunter, so I don't know if he's really gonna gonna cut all the all the crops. He might lease the land. I don't really know the situation, so I'm just kind of wondering about you know that being a main food source. If they leave all those crops standing, you're right there. I'm perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm not letting you take this away. All right, yeah. So, so I'm just – I was kind of curious. So I I worked a couple of different parts of the property. That side over there, you know, right in, that butts up to that property line, didn't really see anything. Saw a six-point buck. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about. He was – he looked pretty young. The camera was kind of blurry, so I – Yeah. Eh, you know, I've, been, the, I've been having troubles with that on my cameras. They're all blurry and – yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm seeing an awful lot of turkey and does. Does. Uh, saw a couple fawn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I moved it to the uh, other side, 
and uh, I was I was uploading the pictures, and I kind of like skimmed through them. I was I was putting them on my computer, and then I get home, and none of the pictures saved, even though the thumbnails are on there. But I remember seeing, I I could see a couple, of, I you know, a couple of does. Uh, there was a couple of coyotes. I, I mean, I messed that one up. There's a couple of coyotes. I think I saw a fox or two, and then the group of turkeys. So I mean. You know, there's some cool stuff to shoot out there. Uh, you know, haven't seen any of the bucks, but there's a there's an area right off where I set this camera up that I thought I'd see. Uh, you know, maybe see them entering. It's this, it's all these pine trees, and uh, they're all in a line, so they're all planted. You know, and that's an area that's just off limits, like straight. Nobody goes in there. Nobody hunts that. You stay out of there. But, I mean, you know, you can see some rubs and stuff there. You know, they pop up there every year. Uh, you know, so. I'll just talk about um, our property in both season. Let's let's do something fun real quick. I got an idea. All right. And since not, really none of us are here, but the most important people, um, it's me and you, Steve. Yeah, I know. Welcome, Tank. How you doing? Um, the Observer, the Notary Public. <laughs> October 1st hits. How long before let's start with eric how long before eric puts a deer on the ground we're going doe anything Ooh. if it's brown okay here's he where it. it's not fair people who are working right yeah now. but he's on a shutdown so he's yeah, only he... gonna be doing that farm thing so screw eric and screw Derek because they don't <laughs> have to work for the next month so but you know what? actually eric is but he's working like on a fire. I don't know. He's, he's working, but I think that he has once both season starts. He's going to be he's helping this guy while he's harvesting a couple of fields, I believe. Dude, he's probably going to be sitting on the combine just like yeah. <laughs> wait for he said he saw out. a nice uh, eight point run out of the corn the other day. But anyway, I'm giving how long before Eric puts on a doe, puts on a buck. Let's just, let's let's gamble here. Ooh, are we really doing? We this? should throw a bet on it. We should make a bet without them guys. You know what? I actually I, I, I wanted to bring this up because the belt is still up in the air. I wanted to say, dude, if one of us shoots, a, puts something on the ground first, we get the belt back. That's the championship, right? Yeah, there. you want you want to do that? We'll make that the championship. They'll have to listen to this. Um, okay, okay. The, the first 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 member from the team. I uh, give I give Eric until. Okay, go ahead. Make your case. You know what? I'm I'm. I'm going for broke here. Uh, I'm going the upset. I'm going for Logan to put something on the ground first. Logan's tipping something over third weekend of the season. Third weekend, huh? Third weekend in. I'm giving Logan tipping tipping a dough over. Okay, I'm going to give – it'll be last weekend of October. That might be the third weekend. I don't know. I don't know how many weekends for are you? in October. No, for uh, Eric. For Eric? Oh, okay. How about for? Oh, that uh, that that's you want to go one by one? Yeah, I was I was gonna <laughs> Eric make it interesting, but we'll go we'll do. The I kind of like that. I kind of like where you're at. Last like weekend the, of October. Okay, I feel Kilberg. He's gonna put something down first or second with it. No, because you got to remember these guys are hunting during the week. First week, Kilberg will put a dough. Oh down. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm guessing because that dude's gonna be hunting nonstop. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. How did he do last year? I don't know. I don't know his situation with this property. It was something yeah. weird. And you know, what's, you know what's even not? Kaleberg's all amped, man. He's he a- is. He is. And uh, the property that he hunts, not a far hike from uh, his house. Yeah, like a, it's the, a cartwheel jump and a roll right yeah, out of his Yeah, and the door. other one is starting the car and not even getting, not even listening to your favorite song on the way there. It, it's like this cat scratch, and then your car's off. Oh, I'm already here. Woods. Yeah. He might as well just walk to that property and spook anything. 
So <laughs> I know how that is, and yeah, I bet you it'll be the first week because out of uh, my dad's property, yeah. I mean, you just walk out back. It's so easy to get to. I would say first week for you, Tank, but um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, oh, yeah, he will. Uh, he I hope will. you come back from that. He will kill something that night, huh? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so funny when I'm the first one to put something on the ground. Oh, okay. Zing. Ooh, I've copy. got a, uh, I've got a dough pattern. <laughs> be the last time you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dough pattern at it was like two thirty every afternoon without fail on a camera, and I'm like. It wouldn't really be hunting if I just stood exactly where I know because it's always there's this dam that goes across the uh, or it's it's like this this, this bridge uh, dam thing that they built every day at two and I, I remember I called the the property owner my uncle and I was like hey uh, do you ever see a see a doe over there and about maybe two thirty goes ah look and he goes ah, I tell you I saw about two thirty seven it's like cl- like clockwork and I'm like. So okay. I, you better put one down before me, then, <laughs> yeah. Mister. I got it patterned by the minute. So it was like it was it was constantly for like two straight weeks, like every day almost. Here's the thing: we need to kill something before they do and get that belt back for this I know. season. We need it. Um, and then because this is like us, we have officially put this on the line. Like, there's no us. Like, oh, we're just joking. Like, we need to make something up. Like, it has no, to happen. I'm gonna give Derek will shoot one the first week, so I better get on the ball. But Derek's not on a team for anybody, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if Derek shoots one first week, it's like, dude. It, no, here's the thing. Logan's working in Des Moines for like oh, the next month, so Logan's oh. out of the picture. E-Rock. No, but he's coming back for the weekends, I bet. Oh, yeah. Pro- yeah. So E-Rock, though, is going to be weekly. You know what, though? But there's always going to be an asterisk right by their name because it's like, yeah, you put that deer down, but it was a Tuesday where we didn't technically have the opportunity to. We were in the club going up on a Tuesday. So we couldn't kill a deer. <laughs> Everyone under Good 22 Lord. will only understand that one. Oh, yeah. You people who got that, you would have loved the news intro we were working on. <laughs> uh, that might okay, come so, out somewhere in a blooper. Uh, I'm thinking so. All right. So uh, I'm going. I don't ever put a time frame on what I'm going to pull off, but mm. I'll figure something out. Because there's a thing, too. You never know. You never do know. That's what's fun about it. You might, you might get in the woods and nothing happens. Nothing. You might be sitting there October second, sweating because I I got the uh, temperature pulled up. Of what oh, that's no. going to be? What is it? What is it? Saturday. I keep saying the second. You're in Marinot Saturday. It's a third. Give me, give me the high first. is seventy, low of fifty two. On Thursday? Northeast wind, humidity about forty nine percent. Northeast? Oh no, that that's Saturday. To northeast. Northeast at 11 miles. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good for you know, where I'm you, going. You know, you might not be seeing anything. You're like, man, I wish I was getting married right now. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm going right after work. I'm going to have all my gear in my car. I'm going to spray down. Thursday? Yep. I'm going to drive out, and I'm going to try and put the old herd on an old slick head. I mean, I'm, you know, I'll take a buck, too, but you always plan on <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if the- you always plan on a slick head in October because you just yep. don't have high expectations for bucks. Um I mean, my dad agreed we're not going to do any morning hunts um, because they always say that you're going to bump deer, bucks, or any deer, on the way back to uh, their bed in the morning. So till about the second week, we're going to start picking it up and hit our morning hunts here when here and there when we can. And that's what happens, dude. I'm excited, man. I'm itching. I'm freaking pumped. Thursday, yeah, dude. I got to – oh, man, I still got to go buy my uh, tags. Yeah, I get mine tomorrow. Where are you going? 
anywhere that sells them. Can I come with? Let's go to Walmart and make a day out of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can confuse the lady who had to come over from the paint section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, can I get an antler list? Resident, do you want a turkey? Oh, there's Bobcat on here. Do you want a Bobcat? Oh, tag? you're not going to shoot the Bobcat, are you? My friend Susie said Let me that tell you about my she nephew. saw a Bobcat, and it was scary because her cat, Mitten, saw it, and she's got a little dog named Snowflake, just the cutest thing. There's coyotes in town now, and no, oh, those things are just they are scary. They run in packs. I Ugh. wish my grandkids would visit me like, lady, just sell me these tags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also I'll take that DVD of Transformers. It's only five bucks, too. <laughs> That's like every experience at Walmart oh, ever for yeah. anyone who deer hunts. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Well, is that a real tree and Halo. mossy oak T-shirt? Five bucks, dude. That's how a, did they how did they blend both of them together? Yeah, how did they put a real tree logo on a mossy <laughs> it's, oak? It's a real oak, <laughs> yeah, real mossy <laughs> tree. <laughs> you know, like they have like it's got a pocket. I'm in. <laughs> you know, they have like fake Jordans. Like you could tell. Like I would love to just see fake camo. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, wait, you see like the the goofy pattern. That. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing: is you know those like six dollar Velcro shoes that you get in the shoe department? If they had yeah. those in some sort of off-brand camo pattern that's all i would wear and i would be the most oh man sam would leave me um but i'd be okay though because i'd have a sweet pair of kicks dude they're called true true leaf loafers (laughs) you just velcro on them tighter i'm ready to rock oh dude if you're up in the club on a tuesday tearing it up man it wouldn't be no stopping never would be you know what I would do? I'd get like the God, wheelies. This episode is so <laughs> far off the beaten path. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, but you know hey, what? I wasn't say That's where you find the biggest bucks. It's very true. Hey. Very true. Um, Steve just put it in perspective. He did. Haters. Um, yeah, we just had, we're, we're kind of on a loose uh, whim episode here. Uh, yeah, well, because it's like, you know, this is like. This is like the party before bow season. Yeah, it's you like, know. dude, this is our, uh, oh, I, kn- I knew I was going to forget the word. Ah, it's where the uh, where the Mennonites go to. Have fun before they come back to. Oh, uh, Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Yeah. Yeah, dude. This is our Rumspringer episode. Is, they're Amish, right? Mennonites? Eh. Ish? I don't know. I said eh. the Amish lay down some big bucks. They just, you never see them in any pictures no. with any. So technically no. it didn't happen. And they always <laughs> shoot them in the face. <laughs> okay. No offense. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. <laughs> This is the last episode of the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast. <laughs> they so all got pictures of the of deer, but they're all turning away. It's just their Velcro Walmart shoes are in the in the bottom. You know I've never I mean? looked at a uh, like a men like I remember I saw. I used to work at the, work Careful. at a zoo. Careful, I'm, I'm not. This is this is a real thing. Like I worked at a zoo and uh, I worked in the gift shop. I was like 22, whatever. And uh, <laughs> at Niabi? yeah. Jeez, I know. And there was some. Uh, there was like, I, I looked. I go, oh, okay, cool. Those people are Amish, but they just got out of like a brand new minivan. The guy's on an iPhone. I was like, I was like, dude, don't give them a discount, man. I think they're scamming you. <laughs> but like, is that, I asked Mennonites can do that stuff, or is that yeah, it's, it's Mennonites because they're allowed so much technology to help so can them they get like, by. So is why. You ever notice that Amish people are always on the cover of North? Well, they're not, but their deer are on the cover of North American Whitetail. Why? Why are they always laying down the monsters, man? It's because they – is that how they get their source of meat? I mean, I know it's – they have cattle and stuff. But Wait, is this a serious thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're Dude, oh. the Amish, they lay it down, yeah. man. No, Where, in like real. Pennsylvania and stuff like that? 
all over. Uh, well, like um, up in Canada, they just own thousands and thousands and thousands of acres. Oh, is it like do they get breaks and stuff? Be- How does that work? Breaks like uh, like like tax breaks off? and stuff. And oh, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I would have to uh, be a part of their. If I converted, yeah, could we do this podcast still? No, we no, couldn't. Uh, no. The weird, the weird thing is too, and, and that's kind of like curious. Is you know, if they're like honey and something goes wrong, like when you get their ID, their photo it says ID valid without photo. Oh, really? So yeah, I feel like you. So when they're buying a hunting yeah. license, they're just like. I'm not saying you could get away with it, but if you wanted to, I'm not even going to go there. I'm never going to say what I was going to say, but yeah, if you're someone like, let me see your ID, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't have one of those because uh, I'm Amish. Look at me. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Do yeah. We have to worry about them getting offended and listening to this because can, can they li- listen? Can they listen? I mean, I, d- I, don't, I don't know. know. I think they can, but but what are they shooting deer with then? I'm, sh- I'm sure Rifles. guns or bows. I mean, so their beliefs are like. But what kind of, what kind of, because if, they're they, if they're allowed so much technology. Yeah. You know, are they? Are they're, they probably aren't shooting the 2015 elites. Why not? No. Why not? Do you think they could? Because that, no, 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 no. They, they do woodwork. So they might have their own. Well, I'm sure have they have reason. Why, but why couldn't wood- they shoot a compound? So some of their beliefs, it's kind of weird. Uh, like with farm equipment, yeah, they can use. This is just some of the Amish people. They can use the farm equipment, but they can't have rubber tires. Because, really? Yeah, because they don't believe in the way you fill up the inner tube in the tire with air like, yeah like the compressor they don't believe in that technology uh, what about well, the bicycle pump try to pump up a combine tire so what? okay yes. like, <laughs> what, like 15 pounds of pressure in the babies or something right <laughs> just fill it, with, <laughs> fill it with churned butter yeah <laughs> there you go i mean if <laughs> fill it up with water <laughs> but if, if, if it's at that, <laughs> that point i mean you know having cams and stuff like that is Probably too much technology. Yeah. No, I mean, so, so hold on. Well, process? So on, they're they're yeah, they're knocking down okay, monsters. That's true. You're. I'm not thinking that deep. Like the the yeah the CNC machines that cut out the riser and the, yeah yeah okay. Because like with like the rifles and stuff. I mean, you can you can kind of well, it's kind of the make. in a way. Okay, this is maybe the hor- a horrible way to compare. Um, like the Pope and Young Club with Light and Knox. They yeah. try to keep it traditional, which. I get, but uh, at the same time, it's a little different. It's not really. Well, you didn't see that study that a lighted knock actually helps bring in deer and shoot it and keep it. <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. Uh, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on your blog. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have blogs. Maybe we should have just saved this. We should just quit the podcast and blog. Uh, yeah. Is that what you're don't, referring don't to? Don't be those people. No. I, I uh, like the podcast. You gotta read my blog. It's, but no, I'm, dude, I'm, now I'm, now my now my interest is peaked. I mean, if you guys said the, they're Amish or Mennonites, which one are knocking down these monsters? And how are they letting people know? Because there's heterites too. So they're, I don't dude, know. Dude, this one, this is turning wrong. into the working class <laughs> yeah. Amish podcast. Yeah. The working class guys who don't understand Amish culture try to dissect yes. it. It's interesting stuff though because they are big hunters. And yeah, I mean they're doing it. They're not doing it to be out there. You know, I remember last year, the year before, there was a a big a monster, um, whitetail killed <laughs> by a killed by an Amish guy. Yeah, and but it was the deer without the guy's. Yeah, it was like, it was the deer yeah. laying down on like a board, like it was the deer's body on the ground and all you could see was like feet standing behind it. What would you, yeah. what would you say if you're like driving down the road and you see like a horse and buggy 
And like you see, like it's two, going down, and you look out, and there's a 200 inch classer uh, right on the roof. Like, what? No. I'd want to pull over and take a picture, but I would I have shave to... my mustache that day and go hunting. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe we need to you know get what? Tim Kitts in here to shave your head and your beard. I if if Tim is listening, I I have made this perfectly good. The way my beard is now, if Tim has made it through this episode. He is truly a friend. If he wants to shave <laughs> my face into his goatee, where it is now. He can do it. Here's I, the thing. Tim was built for a goatee. Like, he looks like a classy dude, respectful guy. I feel like with you with a goatee, it would make people vomit. I actually don't look that bad. Like, kids don't scream when they look at me. Because they're so freaking horrified that they can't make any noise. No, they're like, they're like, man, I'd buy life insurance from that guy if I was older. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what happens, huh? Yeah, um, three-month-olds. But, yeah, no, it's just kind of curious. It's like, all right. My advice would be shave that thing before next week because the deer are going to smell all the Arby's that you've eaten in that beard, and they're not going to come near. So you better play the wind. I stopped eating Arby's two weeks before deer season like I always do. Good. Okay, Steve, that's all. Talking about that, have you ever heard of guys eating just, like, just pretty much being a vegetarian right before a big hunt? Okay, you know what? I was – no, I haven't heard of that. It – I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. They were talking about it because really, it like makes they say it makes you like smell different, like not as threatening. Really, that that yeah. Because when was the last time you knew a guy yeah. who only ate tomatoes? Like, yeah, this guy can't fight. <laughs> what, well, you know what? I was it's eating trickery. an apple today, and you always hear like, you know, a lot of your scent comes from your breath. Yeah, you guys like oh, I eat an apple in the tree stand because it smells like apples. Yeah. <laughs> is that baiting though? <laughs> Who are you? T- were you talking to Buffalo Bill? <laughs> it eats the apple in it's the tree I used stand. To hang with it Buck. gets the bug. <laughs> it puts a lotion on its skin. I used to I used to hang out with Buck McNeely. He taught me that. Um, so yeah, um, but I was I I don't know. You ever hear someone say that kind of like oh yeah, it's covered. Now, so I eat an apple in the stand. I I actually used to use the uh, gummiflage. Yeah. Oh, the, the sample. Yeah. Yeah. And Tank used to work at Farm and Fleet, and they had like free samples of it. Uh-huh. And I took like fifty of them. Alfalfa and, and honey. It, okay, it but then no one would take them, so they yeah. had a pile, and they're all going stale. So I'm like, I'll but then, but yeah. then you see that video of that guy, and not that we condone this either, but the guy's smoking a cigarette in a tree stand. Yeah. It's like my favorite video because he's just like <sighs> smoking a cigarette, <sighs> big buck right there. <laughs> would you see that article? It was like. Uh, does smoking in the stand really affect deer? I'm like, no, I don't know, but not smoking in the stand definitely doesn't affect yeah, deer. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just don't smoke in the stand. I don't really know what else you want me to tell you. I don't know. There's probably some of those old school guys that, like, well, then that, that comes back to, like, anything you take in the stand. Like, there's old guys that probably, like, our, our grandfather smoking cigars, you know, up, yeah. drinking coffee out of the thermos. Uh-huh. My dad shot his 180-inch right after he peed. He had, he saw the deer coming in, screwed the cap on the Gatorade bottle, and then shot it. Oh, he knew yards. it was an old, old buck, so he was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, you know, I mean, bottom line, shit happens. So it's like, oh, I was smoking a cigarette, and this buck came in, and I shot him. Well, a lot can play. I don't know how much it affects him. Who? I mean, who really does know? Yeah. A lot of guys say, oh, everything, you know, everyone's burning leaves at that time period, so get in campfire smoke with your hunting clothes, because that's like a cover scent. You know, I think the safest thing is just play the wind. Play the wind and don't have any smell, if if possible. You'll never eliminate it all. But what if you have to go get gas before you're going hunting? Don't wear your hunting clothes while you're getting gas. I mean, I don't know what else I'm going to tell you. Uh, I wear my hunting clothes all the time, so... 
Well, getting you gas. Looks like we're losing that belt. Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, maybe we should restart this whole episode and talk about scent control because I, you know, we could do three, we could do a hundred episodes on scent. Oh control. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, and this this will be a good topic. We'll probably have an episode on this like end of November, mid to end of November, um, to get everyone prepared for rut and whatever else. I personally go in no scent. I don't put cover scent. I don't put out tinks. I don't put out estrus. What about deodorant? I do use um, scent eliminator. And I'm what doing, about brushing your teeth? I'm doing air quotes right now. Yes, I do. I do all the scent eliminator stuff, um, but I don't do like uh, I guess you could say cover scents. I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things like Invisible that I've tried that. I do believe that works because it it's kind of puts like a layer over, you know, and and it gets you can get scientific with it. It feels like it puts like a layer coating over your skin to where you're not gonna. I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, that stuff is a little different. Um, it smells natural, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, but like if I see guys that have uh, oh those earth wafers on their hats and stuff, that <laughs> I I get that. I know what you're talking about? No, I I do get that. But um, I used to hunt with guys that would come back in from camp and they'd get in the car and they have an earth wafer on their hat. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, it smells like dirt. Mm-hmm. But dirt does not smell that strong. Yeah, Like, that's, I don't know. If I was a deer with the smell they have, and if I could smell it like, oh, my God, that's overwhelming. Imagine what a deer's thinking. Yeah, Here's, It's weird. I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, aside it, from hunting in like a, uh, like one of those bio suits that you know when you whenever you go into a laboratory and <laughs> like a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah like a hazmat size i couldn't think of aside from hunting in that i mean you know you're it is what it is i mean you know that's that's part of the game i mean you know it, it's going to get to a point and i don't want to want to bring this up where we're, we're getting short on time uh but where at what point does technology start taking away from the hunt at what point is it like where you can, if you could be invisible and make yourself not smell, I, you know, at what point is hunting enjoyable? You know, you know, what, it, you know I was thinking about this today because I was watching, me and Tank were watching uh, Knock On on YouTube, and I think there were last year's episodes, but I refused to pay for cable, so it's new to me. Um, but they were showing the Under Armour uh, Camo Ridge Reaper. Yeah. Is that what it is? And the Camo, it's... It looks like a more of a Western style camo, and it looks really good. But I was watching, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I was like, I wonder, because it does blend in really good. I'm like, I wonder when we get to the point where we have some sort of technology ingrained into our clothing that just mirrors you into the the background that you're hunting yeah. in. But then, you know, think about it. It's it, cheating, in my opinion. It, it it basically is. I wouldn't buy it. One, I wouldn't want to pay the price I want for I, it. And there there would have to be regulations on it. And it's just, where do you get to the point? I mean, is there is there a good point, like, now to just, like, stop. No more technology. I think it's good the way it is. I think so. Bows, you can still make them fast, do that thing. Don't shorten them any more than whatever inches. Keep them, keep them a bow still. We yeah. don't want a bow you can put in your pocket. That takes the fun out of it. Um, what does disgust me a little bit about it, and this is a topic for our next episode, not the next episode, but uh, an upcoming episode. Write it on the board. The, And I guess it's kind of... It kind of makes me mad. With the social media, everyone's got a, a damn pro staff, and everyone's shamelessly plugging products. 
to the point where you can tell if the person really believes in the product or not. And it's kind of the point where if they did have a camouflage that had technology in it that blended you in, it would be like they pay so-and-so with this hunting show, and that's all they would push, and it'd be the title sponsor of their show. And it's just, I don't know. In my opinion, working-class people don't want to see someone press, shoot this bow, shoot this bow, over and over and over again. You can advertise your sponsors and your products, but there's a way to do it, and then there's a way to do it where it's overkill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like say we get sponsored by a bow company, which not opposed to it, but it had to be a bow company that I actually have experience with. Um, bow company, whatever, came up, and I've never heard of them or never shot them. No, I don't. I wouldn't want to get sponsored by that company because I don't have any experience with it. Yeah, it's not to say that there aren't people that do believe in their product, but I mean, there's. Yeah, like I get get where you're saying. I'm making that point. Like, I don't want to shamelessly be. Yeah. Like, I would say, okay, let let me try it out. But if you do actually believe in that, like, you really wholeheartedly, your heart is behind it. Then I'm proud of you. Then you, I'm really proud. Th- of you. Yeah. Then you don't need to shamelessly. Plug yeah. Then you it really don't because it's so obvious. Because then you can just let the pictures. Yeah. Well, it's tell just the like story for I'm you. passionate about the equipment that I use. If you come hang out with me while we're shooting bows, you learn quick. Like, oh, this guy really likes his equipment that he uses. He doesn't need. I don't have to sit there and be like, hey, bro, look at this. this oh, is you what need I to got. shoot this bow. Yeah. yeah. Th- like, I'm shooting it, and you can tell. Like, oh man, this guy is into his gear. Oh, that's weird. He's not pushing anything that he likes what he likes. That's weird. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know. I, I was going to go into it, but that's just like my little last end of the episode rant. That's another uh, topic, too. Yeah. And but we can I feel like bring that's up... destroying outdoor television right now. I know. Shameless but, plugging of products. But we can bring up a product that we all can really get behind. Absolutely. Because next week, uh, is it the creator? Yeah, um, him and it's his son is the engineer. Um, uh-huh. So, you guys have to look at what was called Matrix Targets. This is a product, not network. I like how we jumped into this. Yeah, this is a product we can get behind. But here's the thing, though. We have not had... I've never shot a Matrix Target. I've never handled a Matrix Target. It's the whole idea that is appealing to the working class guy. I showed Amy, and Amy looked at it, and she goes, Oh, my God, that's really smart. How come no one's thought of that before? Basically, this Matrix Target, it's... A whole bunch of little hexes that they call them. They're like octagons. They're octagons, and they're two-sided, and there's like eight or nine of them. And you strap them in, and you could shoot about 500-plus arrows into each little circle each side. And, and then you, you, just, you rotate them. You rotate them. So you loosen the straps, and you rotate them in and out, and then you flip them around, and then you can just order new ones. So it's like... Yeah, for it's, cheap, too. It's literally the last target you'll ever need, which is like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so... We we haven't had any personal experience with it, but the idea behind it, we're gonna have them on, and uh, we're gonna have them talk about it. Um, so if you guys yeah, are looking for it, a new target, it really piqued our interest. It looks really really cool. And that being said, the rant I went on about product shamelessly, <laughs> we haven't shot this target. We and, have not, nor do we have any experience with it. But it's a good idea. We figured working class people would like to see it. Yeah, we can we can get behind the uh, we can get behind if it's and they're in, not a big company either, so no. it's kind of. You know, they're working class people. They are the working man. Um, This episode was different. We rambled. We chatted. We drank beer. Um, We talked about uh, Amish and Mennonites. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that part. Hennonites? That's what happened with Electrolytes? Yeah. Electrolytes? uh, 
Here's the thing, Heterites. guys. If you hear this episode, next time we'll be so scripted that it's uncomfortable. So, oh, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> um, that's yeah. all we got for you. That, that, yeah. That's it. We're just not going to talk anymore. So, you guys, you know what to do. Get ready. Season's coming up. Tank, get that prenup all set up and everything, whatever you're going to do with that. Um, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, I actually brought that up as a joke, and it ended badly. Oh. <laughs> Tank, like I said, all I want is my money and my deer heads, lady. You can have the house. Uh, that's bad news. <laughs> She's going to rob you for everything you're worth. Hopefully she doesn't listen to our podcast. Which it ain't going to be much. No, but, you know. it's a bow, a boat, and a truck. That's a country <laughs> song waiting a, to happen. A yeah. bow, a boat, and a 160-inch eight-pointer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Um, if you listen to this entire episode, we love you. Um, from the whole working class. Well, never mind. Just from some of the working class crew. Thank you so much for checking us out. It'll be better next week. But I doubt it. Go shoot your bow. If we don't catch up with you before bow season, kill one. Post it on our Facebook page. That's all I got. Later, Later skaters. <laughs>